0: Welcome to the No-Like Trust Factor, a podcast for real estate professionals. We're your hosts Betty Russo
1: and Christine Carlo George. In this podcast, we share what it takes to build the No-Like Trust Factor for success in real estate.
0: We invite marketing strategists, real estate agents, and other professionals in the real estate space to join us to talk about how they use the no-like trust factor in their business.
1: Before we get started, if you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share it with all of your friends. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram,
0: LinkedIn, and YouTube. On with the show. Welcome to the No Leg Trust Factor discussion. I'm Betty Russo. And I'm Christine George. We've got a great show for you today. Debra Trapin is in the house. Mm-hmm. Today, we're talking to Debra about core values and how they are the North Star for every decision you make. Welcome, Debra.
2: Thank you, ladies. Yay. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank oh you for joining
0: us. We're so happy that you're here. Mm,
2: I'm so happy to be here, and congratulations on the show. Yeah, thank you. You are episode number three. Woo-hoo. Ooh, three. What a divine number. And there's it three is. of us.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. I love that? Um, <laughs> all right, my friend, before we get started, um, I would like to tell our listeners a little bit about you. Uh, Deborah Trapin, my friend, is a best-selling author, speaker, and empowerment coach. She's also the co-founder of the Woman Up movement, which we're going to talk a little bit about later. Um, finally, and just uh, so lovely, she's a good friend of mine and someone who's been a great mentor, a great supporter for many years. Um I just love you and I'm just so honored that you're here with us today.
0: Mm-hmm. And yes. someone that I'm so honored to finally get the chance to meet as well. You are
2: um, a, wow, oh I want God. to start every day like this. I know, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so today we're going to call, talk about core values and you have so much experience in this realm um and helping people really find their purpose through their core values. So, I just right out of the gate, I want to ask you what is a core value and why is it important?
2: Mm. I look
1: at core values in a few different ways.
2: The first is that they're guiding principles that dictate behavior. And, you know, Betty kind of used the term North Star at the beginning, and that is such an excellent way to look at core values. They are those guiding principles that truly do help you see your behavior as well. Um, The second is really they are a confidence compass when you're making decisions. And when I say a confidence compass, I mean, you know, when you make a decision and it feels good and you're like, absolutely, that felt Mm -hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So we know what that feels like. And we also know what it feels like when we say yes, when we really, really, really want to say no. And nine times out of 10, that's because it's not in alignment with our values. And so they really can become that place where we gain our confidence in saying, giving our best yeses and our most confident no's. And then I also think that core values help motivate us. They motivate us to take better risks, to learn more, to read, listen, to work harder. Right, mm-hmm. they they are this motivation factor in our lives, and yeah. um, it's they're such a core part of who we are, and we already have them. Most of us just haven't taken the time to sit down and actually define them. So it's such an important conversation for anyone, any anyone of any age, to having a discussion about your core values is is super important.
1: I. um I totally love that. I feel like as a 50 year old, I didn't take them seriously until I was older. You know, I didn't really mm-hmm. sit down to understand what my core values were and how they affected my decisions. Um, and therefore, I think, well, at least, and since I've really you know, more studied so what my core values are, it's incredibly empowering when you can align them with your decisions and your behavior. Absolutely. Well, let me speak to that really quickly, Christine.
2: And you know me, I love to say shake off the shame, mm-hmm. right? Shame off you. And this is a this is actually where that started, where that saying started. Because when I was teaching real estate agents and entrepreneurs how to define their values, I'd always say what are your values are you honoring them and i would have all these blank faces and i would and then i would ask who knows what their values are and maybe one or two hands would go up in a room of hundreds of people and so i t- i stopped and i thought you know isn't this this is so interesting, right? Ad- adult learning situations and environments, you know, we're, it, we've chosen to be there, intentionally said yes to sitting in a room or turning on the, our computers and learning something, right? And, when we get to this part about defining our values, we realize this is not something that's in the general curriculum in schools, and it, it certainly wasn't for Gen no. X or the Boomers, nope. and it wasn't for the Millennials either. It we may start to see it in the children of the Millennials and Gen Zers, because they are they're more enlightened generations. Yeah, and so. For us, though, we go to school, we go to grade school, even if we define them then, they'd likely shift. Same with high school, college. We we graduate, we jump into careers and relationships and build families and raise puppies and foster cats. And all of a sudden, one day we wake up and feel off, like mm-hmm. way off. And that is a direct result of not honoring and living in alignment with our values because our world is so hustle and hurry and we feel so compelled to say yes in particular for women because we don't want to disappoint anyone we want to be the good girl and Ugh. not miss out on anything and not hurt anyone's feelings that we forget to slow down and listen to our
1: soul. Yeah. She tells us. She yes. does. Yeah. Yeah I mean so much of what I experience through my yoga practice Mm -hmm. And through meditation, um, is where I, I I can actually understand what she's telling me because when you get quiet and when you can hone what's going on inside, what you find is that there's all of this noise that is covering up what yourself is really trying to say, which is no, I'm not comfortable with that. Or yes, take that risk. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, That's so beautiful. I think you're you right. And so I think, you know, your yoga practice, your meditation, just sitting quietly with yourself, which I think is really scary for people, um, because it requires, you know, opening your heart, opening your mind and really understanding, um, not being afraid of what's going to come up because mm-hmm. it can be scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, So I'm I'm just going to plug our own little podcast here, the No Like Trust podcast, because I know when Betty Russo called me two months ago now and said, I want to do this thing. Oddly, like I didn't even
0: think twice. Not at all. Not for a second. It felt right. (laughs) It was immediate. I love that.
1: It felt right. And we were telling Debra, in the green room before we started that it's almost like, almost like, you know, you're getting married. Like we, Betty and I just knew, like we work, we are working together seamlessly. We're give and take. We're both open. Mm -hmm. It's just been an amazing experience so far. And so I think that's just a great example of, and this doesn't have, have anything to do necessarily with either of our businesses, But we just felt really strong about the topic because it aligned so well with both of us.
2: Well, and I would say, you know, this is an interesting slice of the values conversation, ladies, because so many people, especially in the real estate industry, partner up.
1: Mm -hmm. And Mm
2: -hmm. whether they partner up with an assistant or somebody that becomes a buyer's agent and they start building teams, we, we get stuck in people having to share our personal values, like actually having our the same list of values, like that's what people think of when they think of our values are aligned, when really values, the values that you're sharing are the values of what you see for this podcast, mm-hmm. what you see this can do for your communities. And that's a beautiful shared value and vision. Mm-hmm. And so while some of your personal core values may be the same, you're likely honoring them for each other whether you share them or not. And that's you know it's it's important for us to not put too much pressure on ourselves to find people who have the same values as us in order to pull the trigger to do something new, but making sure that they honor and respect the values that we have is very important.
1: That is so interesting. Can you just kind of rephrase that a little bit because I think that that is a key point of difference when you talk about values and aligning with them, because I think that's really important for people to know that you don't have to share the same
0: values as someone to partner with them. You know, I feel also that, I mean, that has to be close to impossible to find somebody that shares the exact same values as you do. Everyone is so different, but we all have something in common.
2: Absolutely. Well, and, and again, it's, it it is being able to see one another, right? Where, where one of you might value adventure and the other saying, you know, adventure to me is watching um, Indiana Jones on TV, right? <laughs> and the other is climbing Mount Rainier, but you honor that for each other. And, and that might show up in the one who does the hiking isn't in the office for that whole day. And so the other one is picking up the projects, without begrudging the other, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're celebrating it. You're sharing it. You're speaking of it. You're you're amplifying how they're honoring that value. You see them for who they are and you love it about them. And And this is very hard. Again, if we go back to, if you live in a world where you are all about the hustle and you are all about making sure everyone's doing their part, it gets messy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so if you can look at and, and truly understand and have clarity around your values, it, it guides you in making the decisions more confidently. Remember, it, hel- it helps you choose connections more intentionally. So yes. if you are someone who carries the murder gene, then <laughs> you need to make sure that whomever you're partnering with values that in you as well right? And recognizes that in you. It's not being a martyr isn't a value, but it is part of who you are. And so Mm -hmm. the honor aspect of it is so important because you need to be with someone who allows you to truly live your purpose out loud on your own terms. And, And also have your quirks and have your crazy and your hot mess Mondays and be joyful about it, right? You don't have to be happy, but you can choose joy, even in the yeah. in the crazy.
1: I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, and it's it's like marriage, honestly. Um, Completely. But let's relate it back to real estate for a second, because I I, what I hear you saying is, if you're a real estate agent or team leader or agent looking to build a team, this is really important in. Choosing who your teammates are. Um, and likewise, if you're an agent choosing clients, this is really important in ensuring you're choosing the right clients and knowing that it's okay to say no to the clients that don't that don't match. Right. Well, and you know, I, I would almost
2: encourage us to not even think about it as choosing. I would think about it, if you will, as attracting. Yep. So mm-hmm. if you're living aligned, if you know your core values, if you know what fills your soul tank, if, if you share those words, once you know them, you have to shine a light on them. You have to tell the stories. You have to share what the word well-being as a value means to you. And that's where the magic is ladies the magic is in saying this is who i am i love yoga i love dogs i love wine i love my yogi tea love notes every night and you can share that and social media makes it so easy Mm
1: -hmm. to Mm -hmm. share
2: with the world who you are so that it's it's far less of a choice because you're attracting those you're meant to serve by sharing the story that you're living and that's what creates the alignment. So the, the agents you want to hire, the teammates that you're looking for, the clients that you have on your heart that you truly want to serve, they can actually find you because you are a moxie-filled magnet.
0: Oh, my God. It's like, I love that.
1: Oh, my God. I, I'm just like um, absorbing it all and like
0: it's so awesome. Oh, my God. I love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um, (laughs) it does make sense though, right? It all makes so much sense, but I don't know if people really, you know, including myself, I don't know if we really walk around life thinking about these things and realizing how important they are.
2: Well, honestly, I believe it's because at least for the three of us as Gen Xers, we got into the business kind of at the the end of the 80s mania in um, the patriarchy coaching systems. Mm-hmm. Must do this. Must do that. Make three calls here. Do this. Do that. It was all very, 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 very structured. Mm-hmm. And it was very numbers-based. And it was very strategic. And it was very planned. And there is nothing wrong with the divine masculine energy in any of that. The problem is, is that the feminine energy was stripped from how we found our clients, how we worked with our clients, how we recruited and trained our teams. It was all very masculine energy centered. And as we start to reclaim that feminine energy in what we do, that all of us carry, no matter what gender we identify with, we, th- this conversation is the conversation people lean into because they're going, that's what's missing, right? Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get them, trying to convince them, convince and convert versus connect with mm-hmm. and truly collaborate in our lives. And once we once we use our words, ladies, we can actually put them into practice. And I have this really fun... Um, acronym. It's called PEACE. And it takes people through the process of really understanding if the, the choice I, that is ahead of me is a, a hell yes or a no way, right? And so the PEACE stands for pause. And that's all about simply taking a moment to answer any request, right? Take a moment, not Everything has to have an instant answer. If you get an email, take a breath. If somebody sends you a text, even if somebody is right in front of you asking if you can volunteer, if you can, uh, if you can meet for a coffee, whatever it might be, take a minute to answer the request, and then ask yourself, does this opportunity align with my values? Like, what value will be honored? And if it doesn't honor any, that's your red flag, right? However, the, the A helps you assess. And that's all about looking at like, what is my goal in this relationship? Is my goal to get to know them better? Is my goal to um, help c- connect them? Is my goal to sign them on as a client, right? So what is the goal? And does this opportunity get you closer to achieving it? right so it might not be perfectly aligned with a specific value but it might be honoring a goal that you've set for yourself and then you have the opportunity to choose right you have the option to choose wisely because not every single decision fits perfectly in your value structure but when you use this process you're at least consciously aware right from the start and then the e stands for execute now you confidently and intentionally integrate the activity nurture the relationship etc but you know it will add value to your life, whether it's in alignment with a core principle or an ultimate goal you have. And so, if we can all practice peace, I mean,
1: does that sound mar- marvelous? I love it. Can you just? So, I have P for pause, and then E is for examine, right? Examine. examine. Ask yourself Does this opportunity
2: align with my values? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the A is assess assess and then choose and execute. Yes. So practice peace. And this is, you know, here, this is a great moment to say what happens for so many of us, again, with servant hearted leaders, which so many real estate professionals are, whether they're agents, whether they're brokerage leaders, whether they're executives, they get up every day and think, who needs me? Mm -hmm. Who can I serve Mm -hmm. today? Whose life life will I be able to impact, right? And so if we think about going through this process and truly giving our best yes, we can remember that when we're saying no, others get to give their best yes and shine. Mm -hmm. And so we aren't disappointing someone with our no, we're actually giving someone an opportunity with our no. And so when you're saying no, when you're getting ready to say no, you can give a response like, thank you so much for thinking of me. If it's for a volunteer opportunity, you might say, my volunteer hours are completely booked this month. However, my friend would be a perfect, perfect fit for this. Let me get in touch with her and connect you. Yeah. And that, that leaves the person who's asking, that leaves them hope. Mm -hmm. right? And it it helps keep the relationship together, right? Connected because you're saying, this isn't for me. However, I do know someone and I'd love to get you connected to them. And so it fills both buckets for us, right? It's giving our our confident no, but leaning in and being our best self and, and serving in that moment. And so we can shake off off, off the shame again, right? We can say, this is important. And we talked about in the green room before the show about how in the last six weeks, I have really been fiercely focused on saying no to things so that I can say yes to myself more often. And that yes to myself more often has been about packing the car with my husband and dog and going to the lake and staying at the lake for a few days and realizing i don't have to be everywhere all the time in order to make an impact yeah i when i say no it's okay yes, no sir. one i everyone didn't unfollow me no one sent me hate mail for not being <laughs> on the friday show i mean it's it's okay and so some some of us including myself we need to take the baby steps right? We need to take... So what is one thing that is on your calendar right now that you can say no to? And who is the person who would be the perfect fit for that opportunity that you're going to decline? Like, Do this one thing for yourself. After this podcast, pull out your calendar and do the exercise.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, these are... These are great decisions that we can make. Um, but how do we figure out exactly what our core values are? <laughs> you define them. <laughs> and
0: how do we do that? Uh, well,
2: of how do we course. Decide? So, I, of course, have a process. So, this process has grown and been refined over the years. I mean, almost 20 years. It's crazy when I say that. Uh, However, um, I have a free core value exercise for your listeners, of course. I want to be able to bless them and for them to be able to go through it. Inside the exercise that you um, can all download, there are about 150, 200 words, and you're going to want all the words because they're all great words. <laughs> <laughs> However, when you sit down with this list, I want you to find that cozy spot, right? Where's your favorite chair? Where you know, where's your favorite sweater? Grab your favorite pen. If you're a highlight fiend like I am, grab the highlighters. Like create a creative space for yourself. Take the list and Walk through it, read it all the way through. And again, like I said, there are some great words on there that you're gonna want. You know, abundance is on that list, adventure, authenticity, awareness, clarity, coaching, contribution. These are great words, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and once you go through that, once you read through the entire list from abundance to wisdom. I want you to go back and start putting little dots by the words that sing the loudest to your soul, right? Sing the loudest, not sing, but sing the loudest. The beauty of the process of choosing these words is there's flow here. There's, you're not putting the, these are not 10 commandments that are, you know, etched into a stone tablet, you get to choose your words. And if a word does not fit after a week, you can come back to the list and choose it again. And inside the fire up book, there's actually additional exercises that take you through like doing a daily check-in. The number 11 is a big number for me. Mm-hmm. And so I'd have a, an 11 week check-in system where once you know, at, at night before you go to bed or the first thing in the morning, depending on if you're a night owl or a morning glory, Uh, you sit down and you say, like, where did I honor these words today? And you just put a little check mark next to it. And at the end of every week, you have this, this like visual representation of, you know, I lived in abundance seven days last week, I honored my creativity six days a week. I did not innovate a single thing. Mm -hmm. So what's going on with innovation? I'm going to watch that word. Mm-hmm. And so you go through that for 11 weeks. And the, the beauty of the 11 weeks, ladies, is that we know now that it doesn't take two weeks to set a, a, a habit. It takes 63 days. And so of course, we take it to 11 by doing 77 days of checking <laughs> mm-hmm. in with ourselves. And at the end of that 77 days of checking in with yourself on a daily basis, asking yourself, what did I honor? What am I missing? I Or Honestly, like I could have been more generous in this op- option and this opportunity and generosity is a value. So I need to remember that next time I'm with that person. I need to give myself grace on what happened today, but I know that I have an opportunity there. And so it allows you to get real with your values 77 days in a row. And all of a sudden you now know your, your values. They're inside you, right? They're working through you. They're flowing through every action and decision that you make and that you take. And so you have a relationship with these words by the end of that time. And again, it, there's those, those moments that you can stop and say, I'm going to practice peace. I'm going to pause, examine, assess, choose, execute. Is this a yes? Is this a no? If it's a yes, then make it my best. Yes. If it's a no, who do I know? Who can I give this to? Who can I bless with this opportunity? Because it's going to honor one of their 11 words, right? One of their core values. And so it starts to become second nature. It starts to become who you are, that honoring of your values, that living in alignment. And I'll tell you, there is nothing more attractive when you see someone living in their values. You can feel it Mm -hmm. when they walk in the room. You feel it. It's like their aura is on fire. Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: that's the way I feel about you. That's the way I feel about Katie Lance. That's the way I feel about you, Betty. I mean, it's, I mean, my husband is the same way. Like, I think that's the, Mm -hmm. one of the things that attracted me to him was Mm -hmm. it just was who he was and without, (laughs) without apology, you know?
0: I love that. It, I love that. It's so freeing to just be who you are, Christine. Have you done the values exercise?
1: I'm going to shake off the shame and say no.
0: <laughs> I haven't either. So we'll do. We'll both do it. We'll both start on the same day and and get it going.
2: I would yeah. love it if you two would do that, and then when you have your words, let's uh, let's schedule time together, and I can yeah. walk you through the process. Because, you know, here's the thing, one of the things that I learned doing this with agents, and I know both of you have taken training and and are educators yourselves, and so you know this to be true, right? There's such a small slice of people in the room who actually do the work, right? Mm-hmm. And this is such an important mission for me that almost I'd say every year, every other year, I come back and I'm like, okay, how can I add one more layer, that one more, that one more element in this process that you don't have to do them all, right? So once inside the book, it talks about, you know, obviously define them and write them down in order of priority. This is a, a basic in, in defining a core value. However... I have people write sentences that give them life, right? So that if I say well being is one of my core values, which it is, I say I honor my value of well being by taking daily walks, practicing yoga, drinking extra water. Mm-hmm. So I am able to grow old gracefully with my beloveds. Mm-hmm. And, when, and so instead of just saying I value well being, I'm actually saying to myself, me, myself, and I, the reason you're doing this, Deborah, is so that you can grow old with grace and strength. And yeah. and I see like when I'm doing pin boards that represent my values, I'm showing strong women with flowing silver hair who are strong in body and mind and spirit because that is where I'm going. That is who I'm becoming right mm-hmm. and my values can shine through that board because i've made a statement i can check in with myself every day for 11 weeks and make it happen i can tell people my values with once a week making sure i'm doing a post related to my values like there something somewhere along the way is going to hit someone new in my in, in my words right yep. and so i never want to stop finding another way to honor value and amplify values.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And you do it every Monday and I love it. I get it in my box. Mm. and um, Yeah. It's just, it's always an amazing reminder. Um, I mean, I take pause every time I read them and, you know, and I've read them before, but it's, it's like, yes, you, this one came into your box today because you needed to hear this today Mm. to remind Mm -hmm. yourself of this today.
2: So true. um, Well, you know, Molly and I on the Spill the Tea show that we do, um, we decided last year when we kicked it off, like, I don't know, a week after a week into the pandemic, (laughs) um, that we would start talking about those on Tuesdays. And it was so interesting because I never knew which one was coming. Which one we would be talking about because it's scheduled, right? And so I would open it up and I would think, this means something totally different to me than it did when I wrote it in 2018, right? And honestly, so I was originally going to turn all of those affirmations into the Moxie on Fire book. And I'm still doing that. However, the affirmations themselves are changing for me the words that I'm using, like every week, I'm like, hmm, how do I want to change that for 2022? Mm-hmm. What are those words going to look like? What are my lioness love notes going to look like that are connected to each one of those? What are the soul sessions that I want people to sit down with every week and, and pour into themselves while they're sipping that tea or wine or whatever their, their fave sip is. And it, it's a process, right? And because yeah. it's, because that is so aligned, that process and that project of the Moxie affirmations is so in alignment with my values. Yeah. It, it my value of well-being, but I have a I have a desire for others yeah. to have and access well-being. And so there is there's a drive there that is so natural and that is so authentic that I don't need the coffee. I don't need the boost in order to get into the mindset, right? It's there. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. in the core. It's in that fiery flame inside.
1: I think it would be so interesting for you to um, like have your 2022 affirmations at your, you know, 40 something self. And then, you know, 10 years later, you know, when you redo them, look at them at your 50 something self and maybe what they, how different they were from your 30 something self, because to your point, the same affirmation has great value, but its perspective is a little bit different. And so.
2: Yeah. Well, let me, and let me leave you with this on that. So yesterday I had shared a post about, I do, I I have a personal mantra. I call them moxie memos. uh, I've called them that over the years, but it's like a, a personal poem or a, a what, like some poetry that helps us remind remember things, right? And it it could be you know something very simple like embracing your values is a superpower, right? And it's just a little reminder. But I also have one that's personal to me, and I I check in with it at midyear every year, and I move words around because for me, and in particular in the last 16 months, paying attention to my words, the root of my words, the meaning of the words that I'm using, and the energy behind the words has become really important. And so I changed it a little bit this year, and it's now, if if you don't mind, I'll read it and then I'll tell you what's changed. So this year it's, I am a divine warrior. I am a healer. I tame dragons, nurture self-talk, and sprinkle truth wrapped in grace. I am strong, tenacious, and know my worth. I encourage others to shake off the shame and bravely embrace their soul's purpose. When you need sass, moxie, and fierce fire by your side, I am your woman. And what's changed in that? Over the years is the word divine. Instead of simply saying I'm a warrior, I'm a divine warrior. That mm-hmm. makes more sense for me. I added in and claimed the healer side of me. I, the, my intuitive guide heals people through questions. I don't yeah. do it to them. I walk them through it, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying I slay dragons, I now say I tame them. Mm, that's Instead so of a yeah, difference, it's, it's a big difference, right? And I last year I read Cassandra Speaks by Elizabeth Lesser, who is one of the co-founders of the Omega uh, Retreat Center out on the East Coast.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And she spoke about in the top 100 books across all of the education systems. Most of them are written by men, and most of the analogies and metaphors are war. Yeah, they're violent, mm-hmm. and so over these last two years, I've really focused on making sure that I'm switching out my language, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm turning to things like the garden, carpentry, uh, things in nature in general, sewing right? Mm -hmm. Um, Things that are connected to my ancestors, my grandparents, farming, like how Mm -hmm. can I weave those words in instead of saying slay, say tame and
1: um, like mm -hmm. creation versus destruction.
2: Yeah. It's again, again, it's honoring that value Mm
1: -hmm.
2: for me of being that light, that beacon, not only for future generations, because that is one of my values is future generations, but also making a difference truly yeah. making a difference. And that's what that looks like to me. So I really do hope I've encouraged your your community to take a moment and find their words. Because once we find our words, everyone, our words can be woven into the fabric of every decision and every marketing piece, every word we decide to use. And yeah. it flows and attracts and it's
1: a divine yeah. way to live. I love it. And you know, um in marketing we say everything communicates so you know it's everything from your color palette to the words that you use um and your body language so um when when i think about a real estate professional building their career um the first thing that they should do is define their core values and then align with them because that's going to dictate their body language the language they use um, their perspective, how they approach their clients, how they build their business. I mean, everything. So Um, true.
2: Yeah. Well, and you have, uh, you, Katie Lance on the show, right?
1: And Katie and
2: I have shared many a stage over the years and we've, we've often joked about how, um, I'm before what Katie does, right? Like we always try and, and, and shift the schedule at all possible so that I go first and she goes second. Because what it is that I teach people about truly defining and refining that best version of yourself, that person you are and that person you're becoming is so important because what Katie teaches you to do with that is incredible. Yeah. And if you're doing what Katie shares with you and it's not in order, right? If you're not sharing th- your words, if you're sharing the top producer in your office's words, oh, come if probably. you're sharing the words that your broker says, these are great words for you, yeah. then you're attracting clients who are going to be out of alignment with who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important. And it doesn't matter where in the process it happens, it has to happen though. And so the okay. sooner it happens, the better for you the more you're attracting the clients who, when they call, you're thrilled. You're not hitting yeah. that little, you know, the lie button that says, yeah. I'm in a meeting <laughs> and you're not,
1: right? Um, so uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's – okay, a couple of things. Um, <laughs> I want to know where we can find your core values exercise. Okay. Okay.
2: Simple. It's DebraTrapin.com slash lioness. So D-E-B-R-A-T-R-A-P-P-E-N.com slash lioness. And there are all sorts of goodies. Of course, the core values exercise is there. There's also um, a way, a, a download to help you create some custom affirmations. So once you've done your core values, you can actually build some affirmations around those. And then of course, some discounts on some of my digital things and some of the fun uh, women-owned businesses that I love to support. So have fun scrolling down that page. There's freebies and all sorts
1: of things. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And I'll put that in the show notes um, so that we have that there for folks who are finding us on our website. Mm -hmm. Um, And then before we go, I just would love it if you would share a little bit about Woman Up, because I've had the pleasure of of participating in that group, and it's just such a mm-hmm. an inspirational group of women who just continue to lift each other up. And you are the co-founder, so could you share a little bit about it? Well, you know, I I would love to. So I
2: I'm so honored that you call me a co-founder. I've been there since the beginning, but really, Sarah and Leslie, it's the CAR initiative, so they are the the official co-founders. Okay, <laughs> uh, I brought their vision to life. That's what I like to say uh so the the woman up initiative the woman up movement as it has become is really about helping women being a resource for women to help them achieve the highest levels of the their own careers right because when we when we actually went into the research and this is where Sarah and Leslie with their uh economist backgrounds, they they are all about the research, right? Uh, We found that in the industry at large, we have 60 to 70% of realtors are female, yet a fraction of executive and brokerage ownership positions are female. And so um, we put this, put this idea together. We whiteboarded from Seattle to LA and said, what would this look like? Well, it would be a place where we could identify, develop and connect women, right? We can identify the tools and the resources that they need to develop the skills, those leadership skills, the communication skills, the confidence that they desire, right? And truly connect them with their mentors, their peers, and their potential team members, right? Because there's a lot of agents in our community who want to work with a female owner or a a woman brokerage executive, and they don't have a choice in their community right now. And so they want to support those women so that they have a choice right to, um, to support them. And so the woman up community started off as a day, basically a day event. Now we have (laughs) about 60 to 70 virtual events a year. Uh, And we highlight hundreds of women's stories, So women who are currently brokerage owners, who are currently brokerage executives like yourself, Christine, have come onto the show, have come onto our stages to share their stories and they really open themselves up. They're very vulnerable. The things that you have shared on our stages have been life-changing, Christine, life-changing. Women went and had breast exams because of you. They found problems because of you. They found peace because of you, right? And so it's about who we are as people and who we are as business owners. We we often joke, you know, like it's a place where we talk about everything from marketing to menopause. And <laughs> because those conversations aren't conversations that they're having on the other stages. And so we we have a, a beautiful environment that helps women highlight their stories, that gets them confident to tell their stories so that they can go out to the, uh, the other larger stages that are out there with confidence to tell that story so that more women see more women on stage, so that more women think... That's for me. I want to share my story. I want to talk about what I've done too. I want to share. And so we have an initiative inside the movement called Share Your Story. You can just go to imwomanup.com slash share your story. If you are a brokerage owner or a brokerage executive and you have a leadership story, let us highlight you. And let's find the women out there who have been looking for someone
1: just like
2: you who looks like them, sounds like them, has had the experience that they've had. And you may be that beacon that they have been looking for that gives them the confidence to say, why not me? It's my turn. It's my time. I'm going to open my own brokerage. So we, I welcome Everyone who finds that at all interesting, whether you are a brokerage owner or executive, you've been thinking about it and need some resources and some mentors, or you haven't really thought about it, it doesn't really sound like you want to be a leader, but you really would love to be part of it. Like, we got plenty of resources for you, too. So, come alongside us. We've got a great Facebook group that you can find from Iamwomanup.com as well. We do a Friday interview show. We do monthly wisdom sessions. Again, Christine, that you have helped us with in the past. There's so much great content over there. If you are a woman in business, in the real estate industry, and you want to hone your leadership skills, come on over.
1: Oh my God. I love it. Thank you so much. That was just a beautiful um, description of the group. And, you know, I just, I think... My favorite part about it is it's women just lifting women, just mm, women yeah. supporting women in immense ways without judgment. Yeah. Um, it's just it's powerful. So Betty,
0: if you're not already in that group, wow, so <laughs> uh, I am in the group, but I need to get more active uh, with the group, but absolutely, this has been so powerful. Uh, the the information that you shared with us, Deborah, and I, I I just don't even know how I just don't even know what to say. I feel like I've actually just come out of a therapy session <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> because there is so much growth to be had. Um, we're constantly evolving, changing, growing, or so we should be. And I feel like everything you've shared with us is is. So empowering if we would, you know, just take the steps to help continue um, with that growth. Uh, it's it's amazing. I can't wait to actually go through your values exercise myself and and take the next step. So, thank you so much for joining us. It's it's been fantastic. Um, I really appreciate it. My pleasure.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. So everyone that's listening, make sure that you follow Deborah and. Also, download her core value exercise. Um, join us, do it with us. It'll be it'll be great. And I think that wraps it up. Um, in two weeks, we are going to be coming to you with our next podcast. We have some special guests lined up over the next month or so. Uh, so make sure to tune in for that. Please, if you're enjoying our podcast, share it with your friends and write us a review. Um, And thank you, Deborah. once again. Um, We really appreciate you. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Have a wonderful week, ladies. You You too. See you next time, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like our podcast, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review. And if you're interested
1: in being a guest on our show, please reach out to us on social media for consideration. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We look forward to seeing you next time.